everyone, welcome back to another episode of But Why the Podcast. Today we have a special interview with Lee Shorten, who plays Walt Lichita on AMC's The Terror Infamy. If you haven't heard about this show, you need to. The second season of AMC's horror anthology centers on a series of bizarre deaths that haunt a Japanese-American community and a young man's journey to understand and combat the malevolent entity responsible. In addition, the series is one of the first depicting the internment of Japanese-Americans on such a massive scale complete with authentically recreated camps in scope and scale of post-World War II. As Walt, Shorten plays Chester's oldest childhood friend and a Japanese-American struggling to protect his family and friends amid the horrors of World War II and the Japanese-American internment camps. Now, we did have some issues with some of the interview audio in the beginning, so this interview picks up right when Lee is talking about getting into character as Walt Yoshida, specifically after the death of his father, Yoshida-san, in episode two of The Terror Infamy. Uh, hi, I'm Lee Shorten, and I play Walt Yoshida on The Terror. It was one of the early days on set. We shot episode one and two together, and it was like, I think it was my third day of shooting. So, you know, we hadn't had a lot of time to settle in and really get to know one another and, and, and find the groove. So uh, I, I just, for that particular one, it was a lot of kind of soul searching and thinking about how I would feel, you know, if my dad personally was killed in front of me and all the things that I wish, you know, we could have done together or the things I wish I'd said and, and thinking back on all like the favorite moments of our life, yeah. um, just so that was all living in me. And available on the day. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was probably one. Of, it was. It was one. It was one of those scenes where, when it happened, it, everything just kind of hit. Like a, as a viewer, it was one of those moments where it was like, "Oh wow, this is this is real," and you kind of realize it, it pulls you back into the historical piece of it um, as well. Sweet. Um, oh, I'm glad. It, I'm it, glad it, that this kind of it, it did. Like for me, watching it. I, it was because there, there's this nice ebb and flow between a traditional like Japanese ghost story, but then also the historical pieces and each balance each other and bring tension. Um, and when that happened, I was like, oh, wow. OK, so these are all coming together and like we're getting introduced to what it was like um, and, and and the ramifications of what happens when you have a spirit. And, and you it, it yeah, it was just. It was it was really good. I'm sorry, this interview is just going to be me telling you how much I love the terror. <laughs> well, hey, you know that's not the worst thing. That's, uh, I'm 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 glad that you really love the terror. It means a lot. Um, and as and for you, because I know you said you do, you know, you do research and you do a lot of reading. How is it stepping into the the camp set? Because I I know that um, you know George Takei helped um, consult on making it as accurate to the time and as accurate to the setting as possible. How how is it walking around on set um, for you personally? Uh, it's it's great. Um... Our production designer, Jonathan McKinstry, is, is phenomenal. He, he was the production designer on the first season as well, and his work is, is next level, and I think you can see that on the show. Um, and I, I think, you know, as an actor, when you have really great sets and you have really good wardrobe, it makes your life so much easier because you have to do less imagining. You, yeah. you just feel like you're there. And, and yes, the level of detail we had was, was, was crazy next level good. Um, and just being there, I keep saying this on the interviews, I felt very heavy 
in the best possible way. Um, partially because also we filmed in a lot of locations where uh, Japanese Canadians had been interned or held. Um, so you could just feel the weight of, of history um, there, which was, you know, it's, I, I say it's wonderful. I, it's wonderful as an actor. It's not wonderful that these things happened. Yeah. Um, but for us, it, 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 it was pretty magical. Because this is, uh, the Terror Infamy is the first time that we've really seen Japanese internment, like, in media this way, isn't it? Yeah, like, I, I believe on this scale, like, sometimes it's kind of like a little background yeah. element, or it's it's alluded to, but to, to be front and center like this, I think it's the first time it's been done. Yeah. One of the things that has been a little hard for me watching, and I guess is a testament to the show, is just the, the timeliness of it, almost. Um, especially, I, I'm Mexican-American. Um, and ah. so watching it, there's this, this weight. I know, I know, uh, George Takei has kind of talked about it where like it, it feels it, it, it's obviously it's historical, but it's also one of those things where it feels more like even more real than it already is. Um, right. are, are you all aware of any of that, you know, as you go through scripting and as you kind of like interact with each other or talk on set or anything? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak for the writers, although I'm pretty sure. Yes, <laughs> how how could we how could we not be? But I know for us, you know, especially George is a very political person, um, as am I, to be honest. So we we had a lot of lengthy chats about you know the general state of things and and that, and so it was definitely always on the forefront of our minds. Uh, in terms of you know its relationship to the show. Uh, I don't think it was like deliberately set out to be that way. Um, it's like, God, I wish that it, I wish that it wasn't. Yeah. Time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm laughing because I'm like, damn, it, it, it's one of those things that like I'm not laughing because I'm, I'm it, it's it, it, it hurts when when time lines up like this. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like gallows humor, right? It's like you have to exactly. laugh because how else how, how else get through the day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and uh, watching, you know, watching the terror has has been amazing when it comes to exploring these stories. And and for you and and, and playing Walt, I know we haven't seen too much of him yet. Um, what is what has it been like just bringing the character to life um, in in that setting? Um, cause you know, that that's really where we get the most of all, right. Is, is, is in the camps. In the camps. Yeah. Um, yeah, Walt's been great because, um, I, I, I tend to play a lot of villains, which, which I actually, which I love actually. Uh, they're <laughs> my, they're my original love mainly because I, you know, I think part of the appeal of acting for me is, is playing someone that I'm not yeah. so i like to think i'm a good person slither it all <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um so the interesting thing for me was when when you look at uh there's like there's like three characters that are all male around the same age there's chester walt and ken mm. um and it's like chester and ken are like on the opposite ends of the spectrum and then i think walt is in like the middle and walt Walt kind of gets to, because unfortunately his father passed away, he has to grow up really fast and he has to kind of become the man of the family. And uh, he's this interesting blend, I think, of 
Japanese and American values in that unlike Chester, who sees himself as extremely American, Walt will prioritize the community first. But the way that he, the way that that manifests in a very American way in that I'll prioritize the community by stepping up and standing up for the things that I believe in. And I'll put myself out there to take the brunt so you all don't have to. That's amazing. Um, you know, going back into, you know, the rest, you know, the setting of the terror for me, it, it, it is focused around a ghost story. Uh, did you, do you have any, like, folktales that you grew up with? Um, no, actually. Uh, like, I, I've always been a huge horror fan since I was a kid. Like, um, you know, when I was really little, I used to read Goosebumps all the time. And then I read The Shining when I was yes. 10. And, um, and so I've always been, like, huge into horror. But I, I didn't really have, like, a lot of folklore like uh, I, I don't know if people are aware but I'm adopted and my so I was raised by white people and they don't really have that <laughs> like like um so so any horror I kind of found on my own and was really through the medium of, of you know books and, and film and tv okay it's it's always interesting to hear because I uh, I you know obviously I run the podcast and stuff and I always lead the horror sections and they're like why were you watching this when you were six I was like oh because my grandma used to scare me like Yorona when I was like five so it was just natural they already scared me <laughs> that's awesome horror's the best really man horror is the best. you learn so much from it and you see the I I think one of the strengths of horror and I think it's one of the big strengths of the show is it builds empathy. In order to have good Agreed. horror, you have to care and you have to put yourself in the position of the of the of the final person of your protagonist of you have to get in there. And I I, I don't you know, it people kind of like push horror to the side like, oh, it's just buckets of fake blood and only, you know, slashers. And I'm like, well, slashers are actually saying something half the time if you listen. <laughs> Right. I, I couldn't agree more. I think horror has always been like has a strong element of social commentary and it almost always either reflects or critiques the prevailing social norms of the time. Yes, 100 percent. You're my favorite person. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's really hard sometimes when you when you have because like neither of the guys on my podcast like horror at all. And I'm really yeah, they don't No way. Like, we, did just, we just did a scary stories to tell in the dark episode. And I was like, y'all, come on. Get out. Like how? <laughs> Get how out. have you not? You, you don't. You don't remember any of these. You need to hear these. Damn. So Damn, they're missing out. They really are. <laughs> um, for you, what do you think is the best element of horror in, in the terror as a show? Oh, uh, I think. I think for me, it's the human element. I I, I think. Um, like the Japanese ghost story is really cool too. And I'm a huge fan of, of the J horror. Um, but I, I guess too, it's that thing of, because the story has never been told before. Uh, and because it's so timely, I think it's just the, the things that we're capable of doing to one another is, is truly horrific. And, And that really comes front and center with, uh, with Henry's dad. Uh, yeah. When he comes back. The human monsters, right? Because I think uh, um, his his wife says this is going to protect us, and he's like, "Well, protect us from the evil spirits, but it's not going to protect us from from the monsters, you know, the real monsters." The real monsters, right? Yeah, and you know, even in two, when they're rounding up kids, yeah, um, and it's like, yo, there's no way that 
those kids in the orphanage yeah. as spies for the emperor. Oh yeah, because like, I think uh, I think what? Luz says you know that that it's an infant. Like, what's it gonna do? He's like, it's it's to protect. And she's like, who whose safety? Like, who whose right? safety is this for? It's yeah, it's heavy, and and I think that 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 balance that it strikes is really is really good. Um, of, oh, thank of, you. Of, of balancing that in, and you know, the entire cast from the cast and the writing and the direction. Like, again, this is just me telling you how much I love the dare. <laughs> oh. But well, we won't tire of hearing it. Guess, so, <laughs> um, so what for you? Uh, what can you what can you tell fans about what's coming for for Walt or you know anything else? Oh, um, ooh, what can I tell people? <laughs> uh, um, so uh, I would say that we're going to delve more into the mythology of the supernatural. So you will get to learn more about Yuko. Um, we're already starting to hint. So, and I, 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 I keep saying as a general note, um, what I, what I think is wonderful about this show is the the women have the best arcs. Amy, Luz, Yuko have the best arcs on the show, 100%. And, you know, I think traditionally in the period space, that's not necessarily yeah. true. They tend to center males. And when you watch the first two episodes of our show, maybe that seems like it's going to be the case again. Because you're like, great, here's just some silent, vengeful spirit. And here's the just the kind of quiet Japanese girl or whatever, but they, they go on the best journeys and they have the best arcs and particularly through Amy. And you, you I think she, bre uh, she bears the brunt of the human horror. And, uh, and I just can't wait for people to go on that journey with her. Awesome. Um, so I do have, you know, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do have to ask, why is Doomfist your main in Overwatch? Uh, <laughs> there's just something really satisfying about one punching people into walls and killing you them. You mean one um, punching people th through buildings with your ults? And yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's like, no safety uh, anywhere. <laughs> Right. And and it's like, you know, he's he's such a like hard carry guy. Either either you're like on a roll and you're just like literally team wiping people and, and carrying hard, or you're playing the worst and diving in and getting instantly mowed down. But when when you're on a roll, there's like nothing more satisfying than you just like you leap in, you just kill someone, you punch another person to a wall, you like get back out, then you like alt in. It's just when you're in the zone, it's just so satisfying. I, I would say a, a if a Doomfist has a good tank or a good healer, I I I automatically am just like this is this is gonna suck. This is gonna suck. Like because I either play Diva, who is, I mean she's great because I get an extra life, but I gotta get up right up in there and I need to trust that the rest of my tanks or or that my other tank is actually doing what they're supposed to do, so I can actually move. Right. Or I play Arissa, who like bumbles around the map because she can't really move fast. So if a Doomfist gets me in a corner behind my shield, it does nothing. Well, although on the flip side, you've got like you can you can prevent his CC if you're if you've got it on cooldown, and then you can kind of. So that is the one thing I love about uh, being Arissa is being able to. Uh, 
I forget what, I don't know what the move's called. When I shift and I just brace up and I just stop the rain charge right there. I'm like, it's just so satisfied. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah, no, no doubt. No, <laughs> now you're here and, and, and that Reaper's about to go on you. So sorry, buddy. Right? <laughs> I actually hate playing against the Rissas so much, no matter which character I, I am. I think the, She's just so... the best thing about yeah. her is uh, pulling people out of hiding. Oh yeah, that, that yeah, is the yeah, funnest yeah, piece I, for me, at least, because I'm a tank person. I, I can't do ADCs. I can't. I can't. I can't do squishies. That's fair. <laughs> Either, it might, it, you must be like on um, on Ilios pulling people into the pit. Yeah, it's not as bad as uh, crap. I forget the name of the map, but it's the map with all the bridges that run into the center. And if you get a good Lucio, he'll push everybody off the bridges. Oh, uh, is that is that Nepal? No, it's not Nepal. Yeah. Oh no. Well, Nepal. that also uh, works. Nepal. <laughs> Nepal is also yeah. a terrible place against Delusio. Um, but we, uh, so who other than Doomfist? Do you have another? Uh, you know, an off uh, an off main. Uh um, probably probably Zenyatta. Zenyatta nice. a lot as well. So you're you're into those skill yeah. players, like you, the ones that you well, can't just you know you, it's it's not a soldier. You can't just pick those up. I mean, to be fair, I suck pretty badly. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 yeah, like I guess Senyata is kind of the same as Doomfish. When I'm having a good day, it feels so satisfying. And then there's days where I cannot kill anyone, and it's the worst. But say, lovey. I'm a tank. I don't get to kill anybody. <laughs> well, yeah. Except when unless, you unless, when you pop off like an awesome ult. Exactly. Unless I diva bomb an entire point with the entire team on it. Like uh, uh, Skya Industries, getting every getting an ult on that point while everybody's defending it is the best feeling. Oh no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. I hate trying to push that map. Oh, that's, that oh, that's a hard push. If you're not set up right, it's mm, and you, you actually have to have a team yeah. that works. Um, right? I have I have tried to push that map with three tanks before because nobody would roll oh, out wow. of tank, and I was like, why? We don't need a hamster, Damn. and we don't need yeah. the Rhine can stay, but the hamster is doing nothing for us right now. Right, that's that's weird. Ugh, but, yeah, some yeah. people just you know they 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 yell at you to be a healer and then just refuse to go to one themselves. <laughs> it's classic, classic online community. Oh yes. Uh, what do you play on? Are you a PC person or? No, I play on PS4. Uh, so. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the only thing you don't have? Wow. Well, I have an Xbox One and then I have a PC. Well, I guess I don't have a Switch, but I have Xbox and PC. So That's cool. Yeah. Uh, but, cool. yeah, I mean, I I can go on longer talking to you. You're real cool, dude. Like, uh, like honestly, this, this is awesome. If you have one thing to get, you know, a new uh, – somebody who hasn't, you know, started watching the horror yet uh, – the horror – the terror yet – um what what would you tell them to get you know to get them to start watching um i i and then not into horror uh no no just you know either way not into horror into horror you know what what would you do to you know bring people in um like i i guess i keep saying the 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 two things that are important to me um well i mean there's a lot about it that's important but a, 
you never get to see it well you rarely get to see a show and that is changing with stuff like the terror and rule assassins and this new mortal Kombat movie but you really get to see an ensemble cast of asians so the the benefit of that is is you get to see different types of asians because not there's not just one character trying to carry the burden of being asian so you get to see the chester's and how he's different from Ken and different from Walt, as opposed to, you know, like a show where there's just a chest. Yeah. So I would say tune in to see the breadth of the Asian American experience. And kind of as I alluded to it before, um, I actually think it becomes quite a feminist show. Um, and and so tune in to just see um, kind of like Wu Assassin's actually, <laughs> although less, less, less ass kicking. Um, but tune in to see some badass women doing their thing. That is awesome. Um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for coming on. Uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can uh, see you, read, you know, uh, talk to you, interact with you. I don't know. Plug your, plug, oh, okay. plug, plug your Twitter. Plug, you know, because I know you do amazing live tweets, which I just, I love watching your live tweets every Monday night when the terror comes on. Oh, thank you. I, I, I just, you know, in a sea, of, there's like 500 shows on television. So, if you have taken the time to 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 make our show one of your 500, then that means the world to me. And the least I can do is if, if you want to talk to me about the show, I want to talk to you about the show. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm L.C. Shorten on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Twitter is my main thing, though. So just hit me up. We can talk, you know, talk to Terra or talk Overwatch or whatever. I'm, I like to think I'm pretty accessible there. So Awesome. Thank you for coming on. Um, no, thanks for having me. This was this yeah, is this great. This is amazing.